and welcome to the Should I Go See a Podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me as always, AJ Rebecca. What's going on, Bill? You're so happy right now. You have, like a, <laughs> I am. You have I'm the very, biggest shit-eating grit on I'm your face. I'm very excited because today we're talking about the Avengers Infinity War. You've waited 15 years, 10 years? 10 years and 18 movies later, here we are. It's it. finally <laughs> happening. Uh, this movie is directed by the Russo brothers and it stars uh, everybody. Every- <laughs> <laughs> um, if I had to give a, a billing though, I'll give it to Josh Brolin because uh, Thanos probably gets the most screen time of anyone. So, F- Yeah, cool. Uh, A little backstory. The Avengers and their allies must be willing to sacrifice all in an attempt to defeat the powerful Thanos before his blitz of devastation and ruin puts an end to the universe. Bill, Mm -hmm. should I go see it? Let me make this absolutely clear. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) absolutely. This has been, uh, like we just said, 18 movies and a decade in the making to get here so yes you should go see it before we dive deep i feel like i need to owe i owe you an apology and the russo brothers an apology and the viewers an apology because for a while since we've started this and even before that through our friendship i've given you a lot of shit for your (laughs) your complete um i don't know how to phrase it but your love and devotion for the mcu there is so much buzz about this movie right now yeah from people that aren't even action hero comic book movies saying like this movie is fucking fantastic. So why is that? Without spoiling, because, and I have I have been I have not been able to get tickets to this goddamn movie. Yeah, it's been is, sold out. Why like is it crazy. so good? Because uh, it is such a, a culmination of. Uh, let me go back. The the real reason it's so good, I think, is the fact that it is the first Marvel movie with actual stakes. Like every, like every Marvel movie, they yeah, make it seem like it's yeah. like end of the world. and you know, But you always know the heroes are going to come out on top type of thing. Uh, and so it doesn't necessarily feel as heavy as this movie. This movie has gravitas. This movie just sucks you in and just, just so, holds on to you for the entire two hours and 40 minutes long that it is. I remember the last time I was involved, I, I was emotionally involved in a comic book comic book movie that had stakes yeah. was uh, the last X-Men movie. Um, Armageddon? No. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And it had the same thing because Apocalypse is very similar to Thanos. He was like basically the creator of the universe. He was able to do whatever he wanted. And it was this whole buildup of finally they've met a match that in the movie was a, a gigantic letdown. Right. The the action sequences, the pacing, the acting even was atrocious. Yeah. So what did they do different in a in a movie with a similar concept here that was better than what's been done before? Well, they're working on such a strong stable of characters and and roster of of talented actors and it, they have already gotten across the 18 movies. They've got this formula down. Like the the house style of of MCU whether you love it or hate it, most people love it and it's super efficient and yeah. it knows how to land emotional beats. It knows how to make you feel what you're supposed to feel at a, at a given point. And the Russo brothers in particular have been praised for their work in Winter Soldier and Civil War uh, by me in particular. Um, <laughs> and uh, and that carries over into this, which they somehow find a way to juggle everything they need to juggle. And that is one of the knocks that some people have uh, minor knocks on the movie. This is a movie that I've, from what I've already gathered, like everybody who sees it goes nuts, absolutely loves it. 
some reviews, if you read like the hardcore critics, they do find things to to pick apart about sure. it. And one of them is they feel like there's there's not enough service done to it's like there's just too much and it's too overstuffed and too overlong for one movie. Um, but it is two and a half hours for an right. action movie for two and a half hours is like it's a long time. But it doesn't feel that way. I've seen it twice now, and the pacing on this thing, like this movie, moves like a freight train. <laughs> it does not it does not let up from frame one and so, it does not feel like two and a half hours at all i promise anyone listening to this when you go to this movie you promise will not, a, bi- you, a mr bill a george BG promise guarantee wow that, certified <laughs> fucking fresh it will not feel like you sat there for three hours it'll get over and you'll be shocked that so, it was three hours so set me up so we we have every single goddamn avenger in a, in a single movie for two and a half hours without yes. getting into spoilers because we're going to go into a deep dive probably at the end of the week yeah. after everyone's be able to see it multiple times. Yeah. What, how does it like, what, what's the setup and what do we need to know going in? And the second, the follow-up question is there's 18 movies prior. Yeah. If you told me I could only watch three movies to be somewhat in a good space to watch this without being like, what the fuck is going on? What would those th- three movies be? So what's the setup yep. and, and what do I need to know going in? So the setup has been, there's not much of like a setup in the movie. Like the movie starts up just, just, and just goes like okay. it assumes that you have already seen all 18 other movies and they don't give a fuck whether you have or not. They're Jeez. going. There's no introductions. There's no last time on. There's no exposition. It just goes. And so you're starting with the setup that we already have from previous movies and post credit scenes from previous movies, which yeah. is Thanos, uh, the Mad Titan is his, his uh, moniker. He is attempting to collect the Infinity Stones so that he can wipe out half the universe. Like That is his, his plan. The movie in the process of the film does give more backstory, a couple flashbacks. Like they give Thanos uh, more character than that. But just starting out, all, all you know is that Thanos is coming. He's trying to get the Infinity Stones and we're off to the races. And so, as far as what like the absolute need to see, again, you really should have seen all 18 if you want to be able to kind of get everything about this movie. But if you just are looking for bare bones plot things, um, Thor Ragnarok would be um, pretty key because that just happened and this movie takes place immediately at the end of Thor Ragnarok. So oh, wow. Ragnarok ends and then this movie is basically the next scene of that. Jeez. It opens with that. Okay. So that'd be important. Doctor Strange was another movie that I think some people might have felt meh about or maybe they didn't prioritize because it was just another standalone movie. Uh, but that actually plays a pretty pivotal role here. So if you haven't seen really? Doctor, Doctor Strange, that's a must. I, I didn't actually, I was very surprised by that movie. It was re- really well done, really well shot. It, it was kind of in a standalone in terms of its approach. Yep. Um, but it is available on Netflix now. So if you need to catch up to it, you, yep. you can watch one. it right now. Uh, and I would also say Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the first one in particular, because not only do all those characters get really involved in this one but that first movie is the first place where they lay out what the infinity stones are why they are they kind of when they meet with the collector in that movie they kind of do like a little breakdown exposition of like all the stones and all that it's so funny that you say that because going if if you if i that i would probably say something like civil war and iron man like i would say like all the big ones but you've named three of the lesser air quotes popular mcu movies yeah, and to me that's kind of interesting because it's like well, they're kind of like 
They're in a league of their own, kind of. Well, that, that I say those because those are the most Con- heavy, contextual. Yeah, those are the most heavy influences when it comes to plot. Yes. I mean, if you want to talk about the characters, then yes. If you want to make sure you're up to speed with like where all the characters left off, then Civil War you're going to want to see because that was the last movie for a lot of these characters. Uh, I mean, it goes without saying the Avengers movies themselves, since this is in that line. Yeah. Uh, ideally, you've seen those. Uh, but the thing that's the thing that makes this movie so different so like i've had people already ask me like where do you rank it how does it compare what's it where where does it stack up in the mcu and it's so hard to compare it because if you think about every other marvel movie we've seen so far the title of the movie is a character or characters and you're following those characters as they travel through whatever experience Mm -hmm. and you're watching their arc and this movie is not that this movie is about an event it's about a thing that happens to those characters Mm -hmm. and you're just following that event as it unfolds, just cross-cutting between all the characters. So it doesn't follow anyone, and thus it is intrinsically different than all the other Avengers movies. So it's kind of hard to rank it. It's very much like a comic book crossover event where you would yeah. have to have bought different issues and seen all the different movies to see where everybody is, and you see it all all come together. Uh, so if there is one sort of character that we do follow more so than anything else, it's Thanos, uh, played by Josh Brolin in motion capture and, and voice. They do a good job with that? Really good. Yeah. Really good. It's it's hard. Uh, I think he's in a tough spot because he's coming off of the latest MCU movie, which is Black Panther, which had arguably the, the best, most complex villain we've seen with Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, so Josh Brolin has kind of a, a tough act to follow, but he's also been built up over you know, 10 years. Uh, yeah. So we've got a lot to live up to. And I think they do a really good job living up to it. They add a little complexity to it. There are some great, great scenes between him and Zoe Saldana, who plays Gamora, yep. uh, his daughter or half daughter, whatever, the, however you want to phrase it. Yep. Um, they, they sell the movie. They make sort of the core of the movie work, uh, Brolin and Saldana. So hats off to, to them for taking a character that we've only sort of heard about and seen reference to for 10 years. Um, but having it deliver because that's, I mean, that's a tall order. Like if he came in and, and it was lame, like people would have been so upset, Yeah. Uh, but no, they totally deliver. That's great. So, I mean, we're going to go into a deep dive later this week, probably next weekend or so. So I look forward to viewing this. Uh, any words of wisdom before we part for our viewers before they watch this? No, I mean, we've only talked about it in the vaguest of senses because this movie begs to be seen uh, unspoiled, obviously. Um, Marvel did a whole campaign, social media campaign about not spoiling it for others and all that stuff. So as time goes on, it's It's going to get harder and harder to avoid as everybody starts to assume that everybody else has seen it. So I recommend everybody go out and see it ASAP. And then obviously our our next episode, will be able to talk a lot more Mm -hmm. about it because there's so much to discuss here in terms of plot and characters and things that happen. And I want to dive into it, but I can't. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I was telling you before this, to see it. I was telling you before, like on Reddit and even on, on Instagram, it's been like harder and harder. Cause like they'll, they'll bring up posts that you would like. Yeah. And like, I see something real quick and I'm just like, no, no, no. So like, yeah, it's getting increasingly harder to not get this movie spoiled. Yeah. So I would also, another reason I would suggest going is as soon as you can, if you haven't already is, because the more um, fresh it is, if you're seeing it with other people who are seeing it for the first time in like a packed theater, like we've talked about sort of audience reaction sure. in movies. It's huge. And when I saw this opening night, 
it was unlike any movie I think I've ever seen. Were like, people like freaking just out? Cheering. And I missed half the dialogue because like the laugh lines would hit and people would just be laughing and cheering over the next three sentences of oh, all geez. dialogue. Uh, so they were cheering and laughing and gasping. Ooh. Because uh, everyone went into the movie knowing that the stakes were going to be higher and there was, you know, speculation about people dying. So anytime any of our beloved characters got hit really hard everyone in the theater thought like maybe this was it yeah. and they would gasp the moment uh, so it was really really intense uh and it was great and i think if you can get to an experience like that it's worth it's worth it and it's just fun to kind of go along with it because I, I outside of maybe star wars like i don't know of any other movies that do this yeah the audience participation it's well bill i appreciate it i'm excited more than ever now to see this film and uh hopefully it lives up to all the hype oh it will Thank you for listening to the Should I Go See It podcast. Please make sure to follow on Instagram at Should I Go See It. <laughs>